feel free to like like put a, like a sick beat drop on this <laughs> and use it as like your intro. Oh, we're just doing it. Welcome to the Desk Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Dan. And today we're going to talk about Twitter. Tweet, tweet. And how bad it is. We're going to talk about snacks, Girl Scout cookies, work snacks, all kinds of snacks. Foodstuffs. That's right. And we're going to be talking about... Uh, Your hobbies. Actually, you know what? I may want to switch up the third topic. So, topic three, DVD. Wow, it's a mystery even for me as we record the podcast. <laughs> We're doing this live, folks. Yeah, we put a lot of planning into this. Yeah. Uh, so, Dan. Well, someone put planning into this, and then someone else <laughs> threw it off track. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is your topic, Twitter. Twitter. All right, so <clears throat> for those of you that don't know me uh, and my path with technology, I had been stuck in the stone ages for a very long time i was stuck with the old iphone 8 Mm -hmm. i there's only so much you can do on these phones when you update the apps before they're not even the right version anymore okay and plus i had 64 gigs of storage so me me updating an app meant that i was gonna have to delete precious memories from my photos oh no and that's just not something i wanted to to do anymore (laughs) screenshots of today i learned literally (laughs) Hey, it came in valuable, all right? It's true. Um, so I finally upgraded to the most recent iPhone, the 13. So I got the most updated version of Twitter. I was like, this is great. <laughs> that's the thing you're most this, That's the thing. I, so Twitter is my favorite social media. Sorry, really? Was my favorite social media. That surprises me. Because it is, normally there's not a lot of filler. It's just the sure. stuff I want to see. I follow a very limited number of people. And so it keeps it nice and simple. Mm-hmm. Twitter has completely, like, for, is trying to force feed their content so hard. Do now. you have the suggested tweets? So I have. Feed? I, version I, of the feed? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm ha- hot I've, tweets, yeah. not latest tweets. Uh, oh, no, I have latest. Okay. I have it, I have it sorted by latest because mm. I hate. That's my biggest gripe with LinkedIn is that it's yeah. by top and. Their top stuff sucks. And that's when I started suggesting things. Yeah, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. But I have it by most recent. Okay. But it is giving me so many, like, you interact with NBA tweets. Here's this tweet that's about oh, the I NBA. See. Dude, no, you're on, you're on the wrong one. There's no way. No, yeah, for sure. I swear I've changed all my settings. It changes it back sometimes. What? Okay, so there's my gripe. Uh, there's well, another maybe gripe. Not. <laughs> um, why are they trying to... They're hurting the user experience, aren't they? Like, what do you think is the philosophy behind them trying to curate your feed for you? Uh, I mean, you know the answer. They're trying to get you more hooked and find more things you might be interested in so that so that you spend more time on Twitter. And then it's like a positive feedback loop. So then you find other things through those other, other interests that pull you in. So that's more ad revenue because you're scrolling more, which means you look through more ads, which is more money for them. But aren't they taking a risk with their user base by trying to give them content and risking that they're going to see a bunch of stuff they don't care about and they're going to be turned off of the platform. Yeah, I think every social media platform has to deal with that. To an extent. But. I just never thought I would be in that population of people that would be like actually turned off of the app. Like when I think you're are were you on top tweets? I couldn't find the setting. It's the top <laughs> You definitely. <laughs> I have I can't find it. Okay. But anyway, assuming I was I, the fact that I have to manually turn, 
I have to look like that. I've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're on, or like you might like, you're on home. You got to go to latest tweets. What the heck? All right. So today I learned something about Twitter. (laughs) All right. Twitter's good. Twitter's good now. Yo. All right. We'll we'll just run it back. (laughs) Okay. Here's my thing with Twitter. Maybe this is just who I'm following. It's probably who it is. Uh, Mine's like almost the opposite problem. I'm following a lot of news accounts yeah i don't know why i feel like you, you know when i graduated i was like i need to kind of know what's going on sure so i follow everything bbc yeah axios bloomberg sure the new york you know all the normal ones. all the yeah but then it's just all news and all news right now is bad it's not it's not good news. <laughs> so it's just like i'm scrolling and it's just bad news bad news bad news right oh here's here's a uh, wordle score bad news dude i don't want to talk about wordle today <laughs> all right it was a bad day so then my only solace is, like, the sports tweets and, like, highlights. Right. But then it's like, why don't I have a separate app for just sports tweets or sports content? So you don't use, like, a Bleacher Report or a ESPN no. or something? Mm-mm. Why not? I don't think it's a good way of sifting through highlights. Yeah, because not a good there's no such thing as a good platform. <laughs> I think Twitter has it. I don't know. Maybe, well, they do have this thing called, like, lists or something. Yeah, you can make a list and then add certain accounts to it or even, like, topics. Oh, so, like, a custom feed? Exactly. Okay, Reddit has that, too. Yeah, okay. and then, so then you can scroll through and then you can make your sports content. That's just a lot of work. It seems like a lot of effort. But, so, why would why do you not just unfollow your certain accounts? Well, because I still want to know what's going on. And I have started doing that. But it's not annoying enough where I'm like, ah, I gotta unfollow you now. <laughs> so then I just kind of get irked, and then I put it off, and then I come back and I get irked again. It's Stockholm Syndrome, it's, actually. Yeah, that's you what are, <laughs> it's because there's no alternative. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just a reflex now. Oh, open phone. Check Twitter. Yeah, check Twitter. Oh, yeah. Close Twitter. Okay, check Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I don't know what Twitter's good for anymore. I, I don't even find good, like, comedic content anymore. No, very, I very rarely see tweets that I think are funny. Like, I know. It's this weird, like, uh, I guess, kind of relationship that people are developing with social media that, like, it used to be, this is fun, this is exciting, mm-hmm. and now it's, like, so necessary Yeah, uh, that we're trying to make it beyond that, which is, it's like a weird balance for a user, because you're like, I want a safe haven from reality. <laughs> But, but it at, is reality. But it, it at the same time, it's like showing, <laughs> drill. Yeah, drill is reality. <laughs> drill is reality. Exactly. It's like they're just like it's good to be aware, I guess. But it's more we're trying to because we have the ability to be hyper aware. People feel like they should be, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. That's why we love things like Wordle. Yeah. It can't hurt me. <laughs> It's true. Dude, I found a new one today on the feed, actually. This is something good that came out of uh, Twitter, and it's called Global. Okay. What is it? <laughs> it says G-L-O-B-L-E, of course. Great. Yeah. They really miss an opportunity with Worldle. Which one do you think is better? Worldle? Or Global? <laughs> or global. global. Okay. Worldle makes me feel like I'm having issues with the English language. (laughs) Um, It's like a marbles in my mouth, and I'm trying to talk. uh, So basically, you guess 
Okay, the there's a new country every day, <laughs> and it's like a globe. Oh, right? is that where they get That's the globe? Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, so you guess a country, and then it'll show you how close you are to the actual country. So it's like hot and cold. So it'll be pale or like nude if it's far away, and then it gets redder. Okay, as, well, you, as you so you like click on countries. No, you uh, no, you like type in the name of a country oh, which is very hard that's really interesting today was tanzania wow yeah very that's challenging very difficult <laughs> i mean once you get like south africa and democratic republic of the congo and you're like oh wow i'm close and then you're like i don't know where any of these african oh, countries are no after that point it's yeah so have you ever played the game GeoGuessr? no it's a similar type game where uh what it does is it drops you in a random Google Street View, mm-hmm. and you have to use context clues from around you to try and figure out where you That's are. That's pretty cool. And so then, like, eventually you like go out to the map and you click, I think I'm here. And it'll tell you how far away, like, you are from that pin. And so, like, there's dudes on the internet that'll, like, be within a kilometer for every single guess. And oh, they'll wow. do it, like, super quick. Like, this guy, like, in 30 seconds, he guessed six locations, and they were, like, all across the world. He's like, I'm in Tanzania. Boom. I'm here. And He's insane. How did they do that? He's like, he saw like a sign. He saw like a specific tree. It was nuts. This is an alternate plot of the movie Jumper, dude. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) He just gets a really good geoguessing. No, so this is, so for all of you that are listening that if you have small, like a small team at work and you want to have a good time at like a virtual happy hour. (laughs) All the nerds out there. (laughs) Jesus. If you're looking for a buck wild time. What me and some coworkers <laughs> did one time is we like we got our drinks, we sat in front of our computers, and like someone screen shared, and we played GeoGuessr. Oh wow! It was so fun. So you can you move anywhere on Google? So you right. have the option to move or not move. Oh. So you can kind of patrol around the streets a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. How if, far can you walk around? Technically, as far as you want, but you know, like how painstaking yeah. it is yeah. to move on, on google street yeah, view that's true. like i would rather have, fly there and walk it myself before i have mm-hmm. to go a mile on google street view <laughs> so it's it, so it's pretty funny like if it drops you in the middle of a country road you're just kind of like well this tree looks like a pine so mm-hmm. we're in maine i guess how so you have to guess how do you guess the exact location it's all luck okay. if part of it's luck part of it's actually knowing mm-hmm. geography so you click on a map you click on a map oh, okay. so like after like after you look at the street view then it'll you like go to a map like whenever you want to and you'll drop a pin wherever you want and you can zoom in and out as far as you would on a normal google map okay so you can get within like meters or you could get tens of thousands of miles away i don't even entirely think different continent. In, like different continent like i've, I've guessed like oklahoma when it was like serbia before oh not a lot of context clues going on there. I yeah. mean, is there that much of a difference between those two places? No, but yeah. it's still really fun. So little okay. little little virtual work happy hour idea for you out there. Wow. For those of you that are sick of doing the same old nonsense. Sick. For those of you who are sick of going out. <laughs> no. Bars are opening up, and we all know it sucks. This is Virtual an- <laughs> work is way better. Virtual happy hour is way better. I love Zoom. <laughs> Please sponsor me, Zoom. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we really got here, but Twitter's bad. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter's slowly. Be- Step it Social up. media as a whole is slowly destroying my brain. Not in the way my parents thought it would. Bring back Vine. 
bring back Vine. Keep social media fun. All right. <gasps> Remembering to do it alone <laughs> is, a, is a hurdle. Okay. Uh, this is Icebreaker. Uh, we're calling my Breaking friend. the ice. Oh, my friend Justin. He, uh, uh, I don't know. He's a software engineer. lives in New York. He's cool. He's cool. He showed me RuneScape. Wow. The software and engineer Naruto, did? And Naruto. Software, really? Software engineer? That doesn't sound like a software engineer. What's up, Ben? Justin, you've got the Standing Desk Podcast. I'm here with Dan. <laughs> amazing, amazing. <laughs> All right, you met Dan, right? Yeah, I did. Good. What's good. up? <laughs> okay, so we've got a we've got an icebreaker question for you. Okay. All right. So you have to pick two of these people to defend you, and the rest are coming to kill you. Okay. Okay. It's John Rambo, Jack uh-huh. Jack Bauer from Twenty Four. Okay. John Wick. Mm-hmm. Jason Bourne. Okay. The Bride from Kill Bill, and mm-hmm. uh, and Brian Mills from Taken. Okay. Um, I gotta go with The Bride from Kill Bill hmm. and Jason Bourne. Wow. Dude, The Bride from Kill Bill is insane. Yeah, she's pretty tough. Yeah, that's a, that's, really does, does a very good job of assassinating a lot of people, so. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. All right, thanks, man. Yeah, for sure. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> honored to, honored to be a part of it. <laughs> thanks. All right, bye. Later. That's that probably good. not what I would have chosen. He didn't even explain it. He was just like, "Yeah, that's it's, what it is." Yeah, she's good at killing. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> what, what, do you, what would you pick? I probably would have gone John Wick, uh, just because he's seemingly invincible. Um, I would have done John Wick too. And then, <clears throat> I mean, I've got a soft spot for Jack I was Bauer, say. but I know he's mortal. <laughs> he's not. Yeah as protected by yeah. plot armor as uh, John Wick <laughs> might be. Um, and then who is... Maybe Rambo? Nah, he's just insane. He's... he's I mean, the bride's a good... The, I keep forgetting the rest are trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Probably Jason Bourne, too. I mean, that okay. dude hid from the world and yeah. survived everything they threw at him. I, I would have done John Wick and the bride. So we both had one of his, plus yeah. John Wick. Yeah, John, dude, I mean, you can't not choose John Wick, bro. He's. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. It's insane. It's horrifying to think that that man would be coming to get me. Brian Mills is a close second. Yeah, his daughter would have to be taken. She would have to be involved. Yeah. Otherwise, he would just he would sit this one out, sit back on the couch with his his daughter, and. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, because it's like they're trying to kill me. Yeah. You know. So if I were his daughter. Which there's a whole other plot line going yeah. there. Um, uh, okay. I'm I'm com- I'm final answer. John Wick, uh, Jason Bourne. Dude, the bread's gonna cook you. But all right, all right, we'll be right back. Ben, there's a lot of unexplained phenomena in the world. <laughs> Loch Ness monster, Stonehenge, NFTs, Area 51, and the things that happen there. But you I don't know, know about that. But, <laughs> but you know one thing that boggles my mind to no end? 
What? Is the <laughs> fact that we turned children selling cookies into one of the most a landmark event in as part of the year. Yeah. I I don't know why we do it, but I it's one of my favorite things. I'm talking Girl Scout cookies for those of you that aren't aware. <laughs> if you've been living under a rock or in the gulag, uh, you probably don't know what Girl Scout cookies are. Yeah. But, but if you're a normal social media consuming, tweet scrolling human, you love Girl Scout cookies as much as the it next It always person. sneaks up on me. I never... Uh... Like, I never know when Girl Scout cookie season is, even though right. it's probably the same time every year. Mm-hmm. It always surprised me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's time to do, okay. I'm, some, and you're like, oh, that. I'm, I'm about cool. to shell out $50 right now to ruin any fitness goals I'd had going for me at this mm-hmm. point. It, it's weird because I'm pretty, like, I'm assuming the cookies started as any normal fundraiser where it's just, hey, we need, like, okay, there's, there's a whole lot of different ways I want to go right now. Mm. But, I'll continue on this one thought track for once in my life. Um, Thank you. <laughs> we for are the integrity we, of the podcast. For the integrity of the podcast and most people's sanity. Um, we are selling these to support our organization so we can go and do the things and accomplish our own what objectives. What do Girl Scout cookies do? <laughs> what do they, Girl Scouts do? I mean, they, sell I'm assuming they have the their version of jamboree, you know, like a big camp or something like that. And they need to pay for the the cute little badges they get on their True. sashes and stuff like that. So True. uniforms. And they go out and do stuff. Like, I'm sure getting those badges isn't free. True. Nothing's free nowadays. No like such thing as a free one lunch. piece of litter. They have to do, like, ten. Do you have, they, do you have the... Do you have the... Never mind. Go on. Okay. Anyway. and But somehow we have picked up this fundraising event that every school on Earth does. Every... Like magazine drives, every football team has. Dude, like I was going to ask cards. you that. Did you do those like magazine drives? Absolutely, I did. Dude, those were awful. The bane of my existence. I always, every year, I was like, "This is the year. I'm going to break records. I'm oh. these. I'm going to get it. I'm going to have my dad bring this to work. Everyone's going to get a subscription to Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. This is it." And I always end up getting just like one of those little <laughs> sticky hands or a yeah. army guy that has a parachute strapped to his back that you get for fifteen cents. <laughs> I didn't like the. At least at my school, I think there was a minimum amount you had to sell to, like, what? I don't think there was a grade, but, like, to pass. And I was like, so I have to sell people shit they don't want <laughs> for academic excellence. Yeah. What? The, well, there's that another. There, illegal. There's a, there's a talk That's track bribery. I want to go down there for a second. But we did have, for football. Ponzi scheme. For, for football, we had something similar. It was, hey. We're selling gold cards. That. You don't have to sell them all. We're going to give you 20. But if you don't sell 10 of them, and they were $20 a piece, if you don't sell $200 worth of goods in your spare time after eight hours of school and then mm-hmm. an hour and a half of practice and lifting, you got a condition for three hours on a Saturday. Yeah, that's messed up. That's awful. It's messed up. And going back to what you were saying, the our, the it's not your job. The, the systems in which we use to raise our children are supported off of their labor. Yeah. And they're getting compensated pennies on the dollar for the what they're doing. Rise up, working rise. class! The proletariat will rise! There needs to be a little mini Karl Marx in some kindergarten yeah. class out there Dude, saying, straight up. No, this is wrong. Dude, I don't know. We should be profit sharing with children. Yeah. Or the fact that we have to do that alone is 
horrifying. Mm-hmm. I think we're just so used to it at this point. It's like, oh, here goes the kids selling their stuff again. But I'm 90% sure budgets in like school systems and the Girl Scouts rely on revenues from that. It's messed up. You should, there should no, be nobody doing financial modeling for the Girl Scouts and saying, Samoa supplies are down. We're going to be short this year, guys. How are we going to hit the P&L different, all right? That's horrifying to me to think that that's like a, a reality. I just, uh... But I mean, you like Girl Scout cookies. Oh yeah, I'm not a, I'm not <laughs> stupid. Yeah. But I would like buy them like in the store regularly. I wouldn't necessarily like. I'm fine with the the little Girl Scouts walking up to the house and my dad being like, "Why wow, you guys want some Girl Scout cookies? Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. I'll show you out a hundred real quick." Like, no, nah, not okay. Eggs. I don't got it like that. But um, I'm like I'm fine with that as long as it's not a requirement. As for long that, as for the kids, yeah. Think about the kids. Think it's, it's for the kids. So yeah, I I just like remember as a kid we would go to family friends or like some neighbors and I just remember seeing the look on their face and like seeing them look at it and they're like, yeah, sure, I guess I'll get some popcorn. <laughs> they're just so. But it's they the can't worst. Say no. It's the worst thing no. that could have happened yeah. to them. Yeah. I do like witness them be in pain about buying like thirty dollars popcorn. Yeah, but at the same time, we're having to go door to, to be door to door salesmen for cookies. I didn't really mind the sales aspect. It was more like the guilt. That's of- part of the sales <laughs> cycle, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just there's something about it that's just like if we are like. So I think there is certain situations in which, like, if you don't sell X amount, you can't go to camp or something like that. That just feels wrong to yeah, me. Like, I understand that, like, it's expensive to do these things and kids should have access to the programs without having to necessarily pay for the more expensive aspects. But saying, hey, it's on you. You got to sell all this. You're you're eight years old now, Debbie. You got to start peddling cookies. You got to survive out here. <laughs> And you're going to miss out on huge experiences that all your friends whose dad works at Microsoft in the accounting department and little Johnny over there can't control his Samoa addiction. That's me. That's me. That will be me. Your favorite one. <laughs> I love Samoas. Yeah. yeah um, because he has that opportunity, he's going to you're going to get to go to camp, but or she's going to get to go to camp, but you won't. That sucks. We should do group sales. Group commissions for okay. the Girl Scouts. Okay. All right. Here's here's how it's doing. Everybody, every every corporation, we all pool our money together and we just evenly distribute. Oh, oh. shoot. Oh. Okay. I just invented communism. Oh. There it is. But the Girl Scouts should be communist. You should get a little Marx badge. You should get a little hammer and sickle badge no, if yeah. you go to camp. Yeah. You should. I mean, I've I've nothing to contribute. That's just facts. I mean, that's what we're training them for. Yeah, pretty we're, much. We're dude. we're saying help your neighbor, work together as a team, not build yourself the best compass. Everyone use the compass. <laughs> what? I don't know what I'm saying at this point. I think the Girl Scouts are communist. Read Dan's Girl Scout communist manifesto yeah. coming out in april 2024 yeah, the tag along manifesto it's coming out to, yep. to a bookstore near you or amazon or something uh okay we're gonna take a quick break and be right <laughs> welcome to glory talk. talk uh where dan and i give each other a drink and i still live on pod all right dan 
Dan brought a special snack a for us. snacko. I hope you guys are sitting back and relaxing and enjoying a drink of your own. Actually, pause the podcast, grab a beverage, sit back, hang out with us. Kick back! Oh. <laughs> Tin it out! Okay. <laughs> so, what we have here today is a special snack. Uh, this is what they call Pringles in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. But this is not your ordinary flavor. Uh, for those of you that are, are ardent followers of the podcast, uh, we have done tikka masala yes. Pringles delightful one of my favorite flavors of pringles to date uh there's nothing english on this can of pringles it looks like japanese it is probably japanese uh and based on my inference skills uh and my two eyes actually no i think it's chinese regardless (laughs) sorry (laughs) these are pre-weed that's different seaweed pringles Also known as pre-weed. What's pre-weed? Like CBD? Yeah, it's like CBD and then post-weed. Yeah, dude, I'm on that pre-weed, And then post-weed is when you 12. eat the Pringles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going we're gonna to do a little sample ruski here. Um, some good ASMR Ooh, action. we got a double sound check. Okay. Fire. That was weird. Ah, they smell like gerbil food. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, they do. There's nothing else so, I can describe uh, it. We did have an episode called Eating Cat Food at one point. They seem very dry and frail. Similar to seaweed, these do not belong in the human body. <laughs> these belong in the bottom of the ocean. Uh, okay. Oh, man. It's okay. It's a very strong flavor. Of I seaweed. think it tastes like a Pringle. I think the, there's like an, an initial pop, and there's a Pringle. I'm getting a lot of sea and not a lot of weed. Not no weed, not enough weed. No, no, it's it. Ta- I mean, it it's pretty seaweeded. It it tastes like fresh seaweed. I would imagine. This is closer to what fresh seaweed. Would <laughs> I guess like. if I. <laughs> this tastes like fresh seaweed. Also, I've never had that. But I've never had that. But this is what I, I would imagine it would taste like. <laughs> if this was soggier, you could have told me you ripped this out the Pacific real quick. Yeah. It's salty. That's okay. What are you ranking it? Nah, uh, three and a half out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a three and a half as well. I'm just yeah. keep it consistent. Yeah, it's pretty trash. All right, I'm drinking first. <laughs> All right, Ben. We're, Ben's doing the drink portion to kick All us right. off. All right, Dan got me an old time Tymy. There's a pirate on there. That's that. Uh, it's bubblegum flavored. Old time taste. Old time price. How much was it? Eight dollars. No, <laughs> I have no clue. Five cents. Uh, it's pink. It's very pink. It's not red. Not the nope. most satisfying opening. It is barely carbonated, bro. Is this from a fire chip? Yeah. Wow, that smells like uh, bubble gum. Bubble gum. Bubble gum. <laughs> and it tastes like bubble gum. Like. Pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. It even a, has like kind of like the viscosity of, of gum. That's horrifying. Yeah. Like uh, there's like a layer of stickiness on it. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll give it, it. But it's not bad, honestly. I'll give it a six, four. Okay. So it's almost twice as good as the seaweed was for you. Yes. All right. This sucks. Um, I have Milkis, melon flavored. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an uh, Eastern Asian drink. 
Mm-hmm. There is languages on here I don't know. Oh, it's made in Korea. Now I know. Cool. There's no caffeine preservatives or corn syrup. Thank God. Dude, um, I it, do that to you. And it has the new feeling of a soda beverage. <laughs> I pray for the souls that <laughs> the had novel, it before. The novel soda taste. Yeah. Um, it's 130 calories of fun, and you get 3% of your daily calcium in this, hence the milk. Um, it contains it, So it does contain powdered skim milk, so this is vegan. Or no, it's not. No, what the? What the? Skim milk? What am I oh, thinking? Is powdered skim milk vegan? No, because it's still milk. I was thinking of soy oh. instead of skim. So here we go, folks. Melon milkus. Milk is melon. Right now it is milk. Jesus. <laughs> that was explosive. It's extremely carbonated. Why does it smell like four loco? <laughs> It looks good. Why, why does it smell like Four loco Ben? <laughs> I repackaged it. Bro, this is foul. It's like melons, but like if they were grown in Chernobyl. Dude, one day I'm going to contact like a packager oh and just gosh. have them re-pa- recan a Four loco. <laughs> you might have already done it. All right, taste. It's milk. Oh, this sucks. Okay. It doesn't taste that bad. <laughs> It's you, th- there's not a whole lot of milk flavor there. It's very melony, not that carbonated, but a I'm concerned for what it was before. <laughs> ah, this five point two. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaving it at that. Oh, let's swap. All right, we're just doing a swap. Ben's, Ben's gonna drink the milkus. Uh, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> That's pretty bad, actually. <laughs> to ew. I'm gonna go four eight. Trey. This is a five eight. The bu- the bubble bubble gum is a five eight for me. All I'm right. not a huge f- bubble gum flavor fan to start, and the fact that that one bottle is three hundred and seventy five calories is terrifying. That's gross. So it's a five eight for me on flavor. Okay. All right. That's cooler talk. Ben, this is something we've been talking about for a long time, but I'm finally, finally catching up with the times and starting to watch Euphoria. Okay. So I, I just finished, I, I just finished the first season uh, and watched the first episode of the second season. And one of the main driving factors behind me wanting to get all the way through this is because musical legend, mm-hmm. the GOAT, Dominic Fike, has a part in the show. True. A pretty substantial role, he, honestly. As far as I'm aware, he's the main character now. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I mean, he's one of the main characters. I mean, he's. I mean, I've only seen the first episode, so what the heck do I know of, of the second season? For the, in case you wanted to hear me say that again. Um, <laughs> so, who's your favorite character so far? Before we get into the real time, dude. Like everyone sucks. This is one of those shows <laughs> where, like, it's probably. I mean, probably Fez. Yeah, I, I, you can't I not love Fez. Yeah, literally Mac Miller. Um, he's probably my favorite so far. Like mm-hmm. everyone has their flaws, but he probably has the fewest. Yeah, like critical flaws. <laughs> um, he just deals drugs. He to just kids. deals drugs to kids <laughs> and has a twelve-year-old as his companion. Yeah, but it makes sense once Ash you learn a bit about who he is. <laughs> blah blah blah. Anyway, so that got me thinking. Mm-hmm. So. 
I mean, do you, do you think Dominic Fike one has done a good job in the show so far as an actor? I think he's good. I think he kind of has an easy role. Uh, you know. Do you think that's intentional for, of the on the writer's side yeah. to give him an easy role? Yeah. Or like he just auditioned for an easy role. I'm sure he's homies with some of them, and they like wanted him on. So there was kind of just the stars aligned. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he does a good job. I'm a fan. There you go. Okay, well that's good to hear. I like that. I, I like him so far, so we're we're in a positive direction. But this also got me kind of thinking about. Uh, I'm a big Westworld fan. Love watching mm-hmm. Westworld. Um, mm-hmm. So in season three, they had they gave Kid Cudi and Marshawn Lynch both like recurring <laughs> parts in uh-huh. the show. Yeah. The I love Kid Cudi. I think he's one of my. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, he's one of my favorite artists probably of all time but he's not the best actor Marshawn Lynch has never played Marshawn Lynch is a character he's not real he's just a character in real life so he's just kind of continuing that Mm -hmm. that was just getting me thinking like is it a good idea okay so what, what are your thoughts on a director giving a role in a prominent television show to an someone that is not an actor, someone that might not be, you know, produ- bringing that high quality acting to a show. <laughs> Who doesn't do it for a living? Yeah. Well, as... not everyone can act at a professional <laughs> level. Not everyone could I... podcast. Okay, either. I think it is annoying that <clears throat> some famous people think that they can do something like acting. Do like anything. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Oh, yeah, how hard could it be? I took some classes. You know? <laughs> right. And then, you know, you get... LeBron James and Trainwreck. <laughs> Whoa! So that's my first example. He played his LeBron, heart out. Bro. He Terrible played his heart Jam out. Too. Terrible in Space Jam Do you too. think that was because... I think Space Jam 2 is, and the original Space Jam as well are excusable because it's a kid's show about a basketball player. So I'm comparing apples to apples. I think that Jordan is actually a solid actor. He's the GOAT actor basketball yeah, player. He's the GOAT non-actor. <laughs> Non-celebrity actor. Or, you know. I mean, when's the last time you watched the original Space Jam, though? No, I watched some scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, right after Space Jam 2, some friends and I watched, like, uh, the golf scene with Larry Bird and Jordan. Oh, and, yeah, like, that. they were actually both Not too solid. shabby. Like, they held their own. You know Jordan studied film. Like, literal, literally no, films. For... Just picked it up. <laughs> Bro, you know he was cut by his freshman team. Oh my, he was cut by the freshman theater uh, production. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, okay, that's. I mean, yeah, LeBron's probably not a great actor. He was just he's he's too goofy, I think, to take any role actually seriously. No, I think he took it too seriously. Oh really? A hundred percent, bro. Even, I didn't see Space Jam too. Oh, but you don't think LeBron takes everything he does way too seriously? And has to make everything a whole thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Tacos. Oh, yeah, no. It, now it has to be a trademark. Which was denied, by the way. Taco. God. It started off very innocent, and I didn't understand the hatred for it. But then when he started to get, like, too commercial with it, I was like, yo, you gotta <laughs> Literally chill Literally filing for a trademark. You, you, you gotta chill out with that one, man. It's okay. But. You're, you're a multi-millionaire. You don't have to do this. Right. You... you you got a billion dollar Nike deal, man. Anyway, uh, so that's the next one that comes to mind. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. Like, do you like? Is it? 
a smart call on the actor to bring in that big name to try and bring in an additional Direction. audience. Or that's what I meant. What did I say? Actor. All right. Stupid. Making sure. Yeah. On no. Page. Yeah. Is it a smart move for the director? Even and the actor to take on that opportunity to bring in a like an extra marketable piece, especially for something that's already super popular like Euphoria. Like, do you think they actually brought him on as like? They did not need Dominic Fike. No, at all. I didn't even know he was in it. I was like trying to understand the logic behind it. Uh, like, do they really think that he was the best actor for that situation? Well, he has like his look fits so well. Like, he has yeah. real f- those t- face hats are real. The Apple logo is yeah. startlingly. You real. You know what that is? The Apple logo? Yeah. No. Like what it represents? Caitlin went on this on TikTok. One of the, one of the largest organizations <laughs> in the world? Yeah. Oh, their stock is down 20%. <laughs> uh, it's uh, his little sister's name is Apple. And so it's to remind him of what he's working for or something. Because he's like, I think their parents are absent or something. Then it's Apple of your eye. Whoa. Yeah. All right. That's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of cool. I didn't explain that well. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess he does kind of fit. But are you telling me there's not 3,800 teams? <laughs> yeah, just walk out onto Sunset Boulevard. Literally, literally there's a hundred dudes yeah. there that could do the same thing, and they all have done way more theater than probably Dominic yeah. Mike has. I mean, he, he did well. No, I mean, yeah. Again. I wonder if they want... Well, I think it helps, too, because he's a musician. There are scenes where you'll see... And it's not a spoiler. He, like, plays the guitar. Sure. Which no one else can do. <laughs> No one else's face dads plays the guitar. No, that's never existed before Post Malone. That's never happened before ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was just trying to think of the logic behind that and like if LeBron it's it in, and, and LeBron and Trainwreck, which I don't know if they wrote that. They could have been anybody. It didn't have to be LeBron. They probably just wanted to advertise the film. Like, is sure. that good for the for acting as a whole? You think? No. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Bro, Addison Ray's movie? Oh, I, th- I mean, that, that was... was a, an instant joke. That and was you know that was just for sell. Just, to, just for marketing. Sure. And you almost can't blame her for taking the role because it was her. probably made a ton of money off of it. 100%. She's got to capitalize while she can. She knows that she's not going to be relevant forever. Yeah. She's not going to try and... But I'm, you know she thinks she can act. You know she thinks that. Dude, she's on TikTok. That's an acting app, right? Dude, she's a professional dancer. She's a bro. professional dancer. She is at the pinnacle of media. I'm not trying to hate on Addison. No, this is I'm not, not trying to hate on. We hate Addison Rae podcast. Yeah, Ben hates LeBron, but other than that, <laughs> yeah. we're not trying to spread hate towards anyone. I'm just trying to call into like it's a similar thing when I think of J.R. Smith playing D1 golf. Okay, like that could not have just been because he's the best golfer around. Yeah. He got cut his first round. Not yeah. saying people don't get cut every round. That's the way golf works. I know. It's a small program. They probably right. wanted to bring more people to it. Which is... It feels slimy to me. It's a little gross. But that's also kind of like... It's like success begets success, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, he technically took a roster spot from some kid who probably had been working his whole life at golf. Didn't really need to do it. He... I love that he's going back to college. I think that's mm-hmm. awesome that he's trying to do something like that. But, like, something strikes me very wrong about that. And it's almost as if the school has no choice but to do that to try and gain some footing because there is so much incentive to be a bigger program. It's true. It's weird. It's just the world, though. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't know, like, is it ethical to continue to do things like that? Um, probably not. But it'll happen. 
Like, it's not unethical. It's not the worst thing in the world. So, like, take... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's way worse things you I can mean, do. I mean, it's like... Here's the thing. Everyone's trying to be an actor. I feel Speak like... Speak for yourself. <laughs> you can... I was an actor. At YouTube.com slash Ben X. Um, uh, and I feel like... At a certain level, the difference between people is kind of marginal, you know? Sure. Like, between amateur actors, you know, they're all, yeah. like, about the same. Yeah, yeah so you your professional well. is like Addison Ray, and then you <laughs> yeah. have everyone else. So you might as well get someone who will sell more tickets. And, you know, other side of the coin is you, the, that propels the other actors that are in it. And they get more screen time, and they get in front of more people because you sell sure. more tickets. Sacrifice the one for the many. Yeah, man. It's hard when you see like like things like The Office, where no one was really that big before they got on that show. Like, like Steve Carell had like one or two things, but he, I think, Forty Year Old Virgin started filming after the like after The Office, and like the stuff that really launched him. And then you still see that. Sure, I'm just trying to think of where I'm trying to think of another uh, good example. Succession, I think, is good at that. Yeah. I mean, they all had some roles, but none of them were, like, mega It wasn't actors. super big names, yeah. No. I guess the Avengers kind of did that, too. Like, yeah. they were clowned for Chris Hemsworth as, as Thor. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Though he is Even good. though he, he was is a, good a huge name before yeah. that, but Chris Hemsworth was, like, just some buff Australian dude. Oh, you're saying the opposite. Yeah, like, oh, they brought in a nobody, and it, like, kind of... I thought he was popular. Before, no? I don't think before Avengers he really was. I think Liam Hemsworth, because he dated Miley Cyrus. Oh, probably. Lord. The other guy that looks exactly like him. Last one I'll mention is Kevin Garnett, dude. Good actor! Uncut Gems. Oh, and Uncut Gems? Yeah, he was good. And he was essential to the plot. Right. You he know, was, they didn't just pull in an athlete, like yeah. LeBron and Trent. <laughs> do, do you think... The- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you think they still would have filmed Uncut Gems if they didn't, if they weren't able to pull uh, Kevin Garnett? Uh, but they've like traded it for Paul Pierce because he would do anything for money. Yeah, for sure. He'll do anything. I don't know what they would have done. Or like Kendrick Perkins. Bro, bro. like Eddie bro, that's House. That's such a thing Perk would do. Yeah, bro, I could act. <laughs> There's in no good conscience regardless Carry of, the of hell how. I want the diamonds. Carry the hell on. <laughs> like, no good director in his good conscience could hire Perk to do anything besides espouse <laughs> stupidity about basketball. I know. Sorry, what were you saying? I don't even know. Okay. Do you think, do we think the movie would have, they, we think they just would have pulled another random Celtics player? Uh, I think they have to. Yeah. Or completely change the movie. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it would have had to have been someone like that, or in a basketball Yeah, they could have done player. any game, I guess. Like, I'm convinced there's no difference between Michael Rappaport and Brian Scalabrini, so I think That's I could have true. easily pulled that That's off. That's true. Well, what do you think about Michael Rappaport acting? Okay, was he an actor first? No, I think he was a sports guy first. Okay, because so one of the first times I saw him as an actor was in Prison Break. Okay. And I was like, wow, this guy. It's pretty recent, right? Prison Break? Yeah. Eh, like, all right. Last 15 years. Like 2015, I feel like. No, it was no? not 2015. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe the last season. I don't know when it started. Only get my Um, but maybe he was an actor first. He was a very bad actor. 
I saw him in Prison Break. I'm like, wow, this guy is really bad. Uh-huh. And then I saw him talking sports, and I was like, why is this actor talking sports now? <laughs> you can't, you can't flip. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say about Michael Rappaport. <laughs> I think it's cool for people to have second acts in their careers, you know, like. If you're fully committing to a certain yeah. aspect of your career, sure, go for it. But, uh, you know, trying to get the best of both worlds is a little annoying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, why I mean, do you need that? Exactly. It's the same thing. I, I understand trying to capitalize on the opportunity, but there's a point in which it's like almost rude like or like yeah. just bad for whatever else you're trying to get into to do it. Rich get richer, bro. It's just similar to the Girl Scouts. Communism. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.